0: Welcome to Spread That Life with HMI. Stay tuned for an anointed word by Pastor Dion Hockey. We hope this session builds your faith. Hello, everybody. Welcome again today to Healing Ministries International. We are so privileged to be able to sit here and teach the Word of God uh, to you and to give you the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am excited. I am busy teaching for the last two weeks. On expanding the Kingdom of God, or advancing the kingdom of god and i 'm giving you strategies on how you are to go about and to do so, so um, this week, I want to continue on the third strategy on how we can take the Kingdom of God. you know it is actually very hard to try and put all this information that I have in just twenty minutes um, to share the word with you, so you know we just am giving you little bits. Of of this, but you can also go and watch us on our Facebook, and um, you can you can see all these. Uh, I've done much more in depth teaching on this uh, on Facebook, so you can follow us on Facebook, and also you can see it on YouTube. These programs should be available on YouTube for you to follow if you want to learn more of what I am teaching here. Amen. So remember, you can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, on Instagram, and also on Telegram and it'll be awesome if you could like our page and if you can go in and, like the te- and follow us on telegram as well so that you can get notifications of the times when we are doing live streaming and uh, when we are having healing services and all of those wonderful things. But once again I'm so glad that you are with us today and that you've taken this time to sit and listen to what I have to teach you in Jesus name. Let's open up in prayer and then and we're going to get straight into the Word. Father, we welcome you, and we love you, and we honor you today, Lord in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your very presence that is filling the studio and filling the rooms there where people are watching right now. I ask you, Holy Spirit, that you will touch the viewers, that you'll open up their ears, open up their eyes, so that they may receive revelation, so that they may receive understanding concerning your word and the things of the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray, bless this service in Jesus' name. We bind Satan. We come against every hindering spirit that will try to bring confusion and who will stop people from watching or concentrating or listening to what I have to say. Satan, I bind your works, and I command you to let the people go in Jesus' name. And if you agree with me, say amen. Amen. Listen, there is somebody watching me. The Lord just spoke to me, and you are struggling with stomach ulcers right here where your rib cage comes together you have stomach ulcers this is exactly what i hear the lord saying and uh, you are you have a bleeding ulcer as well And you are in tremendous pain. Father, I pray for that person who is watching me now. I ask you, Lord, that you will heal that bleeding stomach ulcer in Jesus' name. And I thank you, Father, for touching that person right now from this ulcer, this pain that they are having. And, Lord, I come against people who are watching me who are struggling with fear. Oh, the Lord is just speaking so loud in my head. There is people who have so much fear in your life right now. And I want to remind you what the Bible says, that God did not give us a spirit of fear. In Timothy, he says he did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So you ought to have a sound mind. And if your mind is running all over the place and there is fear upon you, I take authority over that spirit of fear right now. And I command that spirit of fear, get out in Jesus' name. You have no right to steal from the Christian. You have no right to cause their minds to be fearful in Jesus' name. I Bind you, and I rebuke that demon spirit. Now, get out in Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus. Amen, amen. And the Lord is speaking to me. Wow, this is wonderful. And, the, and there are people who are bound by witchcraft. You have gone to some gomas you have gone to witch doctors, and you've been trying to get solutions to your problems, and and you've been trying to get direction for your life, but you've gone to the wrong place. And God is telling me to rebuke the spirit of witchcraft right now. There are some of you who've taken your children to the witch doctors, and they even took pieces of string tied around their wrists, around their stomachs, or on the ankles. And the Lord says, if you want deliverance for your child or even yourself, then you need to cut those strings off right now. You need to cut and break the bond that you've made with the devil in the mighty name of Jesus. Your ancestors cannot heal you or set you free or help you. Uh, Mooties cannot help you. There There is only Jesus Christ who can set you free today. I'm bold in my preaching because I sense the Holy Spirit is prompting me and urging me to pray for you who are bound with a spirit of witchcraft. Craft. they have put curses on you they have spoken lies over you and I'm taking the authority now in Jesus name quickly get a scissors cut those strings off cut it off your baby's stomach in Jesus name i I, I, Lord, I rebuke the spirit of witchcraft. I rebuke this unclean demon that has come upon the people of God right now in Jesus' name. And I command the spirit of witchcraft to be loosed off of the people. I command you, let them go, Satan. You have no right. You have no authority in Jesus' name. I break your power off of them. I break your power now off of them in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray heal, heal those precious people, Lord, who have been bound. Set them free in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is a person watching me. The Lord she's speaking to me now. And you said to God, you said, God, I'm going to turn on the TV. And if they do not speak to me, God, if you do not speak to me, I'm going to commit suicide. That's what you said. You are so desperate. You said, well, I'm giving God one more chance, and I'm going to turn on the TV, and if God doesn't speak to me, I'm going to commit suicide. Friend, God is speaking to you through me right now. Put down those pills. Put down those tablets. You don't have to drink it and take your life. Amen? You don't have to cut yourself. You don't have to try and kill yourself. God is speaking to you right now. And God is reaching out through me to you. And he's saying, listen to this. He's saying, I love you. I love you. You don't have to die. Just call on my name, says God. Call on my name and I will give you salvation today. That person who is watching me do that, just say, Jesus... Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me right now and set me free. I receive you, Jesus, as my God. I give my life to you, Jesus, right now. Amen. Come on. I just believe somebody prayed that prayer and the Lord Jesus Christ has set you free. You are free in Jesus' name. Can I get an amen of those who are watching with me? This is such good news for what the Lord is doing. Hey, I'm supposed to be teaching, but the Holy Spirit has just infiltrated my sermon, and He's taking over, and He wants to bless you. He wants to bless you, and He wants to set you free. Amen. I sense the Lord is saying to somebody who is watching that you are on top of a mountain, and um, He says you are in a like in a go-kart and you are going down the hill but the cart is going so fast and you don't have brakes or you don't have a way to stop this car from going down the hill and you're afraid at the bottom there's going to be an accident in other words the Lord is saying for me to tell you that things in your life has gone out of control and you've lost control you don't know how to get control back the Lord is saying again Call on my name and I will help you. I will deliver you. The Lord says this, Cast your cares upon me. Cast your burdens upon me and I will help you to overcome the situation that you are in right now. Amen. To, those, to that person or persons who are watching, you have lost control and you do not know how to get out of the situation that you are finding yourself in. Cast your cares upon Jesus. Call on his name right now. Just say, Jesus, I cast all my cares upon you and I ask you to take control of my situation. Say this, I am trusting you, Lord, that you will deal with my situation right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And say this with me. Say, thank you, Father. I believe that you are helping me now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Wow, I just thank the Lord for this because I know He's doing wonderful works for you there where you are. Amen. Don't take this uh, just while well, He's saying there is there are people who are being touched right now and people who are being healed. The Lord is showing me that there is a man in your left leg. You are having pins and needles in your left leg and your leg has become lame. Your leg is not. Uh, is numb, and you have this uh, pins and needles sensation all over your left leg, from your hip actually all the way down to your foot, and the Lord is now healing your body. If you uh, are watching me and you have pins and needles on your left leg, it's amazing how the Lord is showing me from the top to the bottom, and you are struggling. I pray, Father, for that person, uh, the blood circulation in that leg, Lord. I ask that you'll cause your divine healing to flow within that leg and cause that pins and needles to go right now in Jesus' name. I release divine healing in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. There's another person, uh, there's many people watching me now. You are not deaf, but you have ringing, tremendous ringing in your ears, and it's called tinnitus, and you're struggling with your hearing. I want you to put your hands over your ears, Father. I rebuke Um, that tinnitus now in jesus name i rebuke that deaf spirit now in the name of jesus satan i command you loose the people right now you will not steal from them lord i ask you to cause that ringing to stop now i loose your healing power now in those ears lord in jesus name in g and i thank you lord for quietness It's quiet, Lord. I thank you for healing in the mighty name of Jesus. Let me know if God has healed you. Come on, send me a report so that I can give God praise uh, that he has touched you and set you free. Amen. God loves you. Listen, I want to get into the word. Um, I have just a short little time, so I want to give you point number three of what we have to do to see the kingdom of God expand. And I want to tell you, you have to make the kingdom of God the number one priority in your life. Amen? It's very important. The kingdom of God, Jesus Christ, and God the Father must be your one and only number one priority. When you make Jesus number one in your life, the rest of the things will follow you. Remember, uh, Matthew 6.33 says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now when you go and read Matthew chapter 6, you'll see that it's all about God's provision. And, and, and I'm not going to read all of that due to the time, but you'll see God says, if you look at the birds in the air and the lilies in the field, how God takes care of them and provides for them, how much more will the Lord God not take care of you? He knows your needs, your wants, your desires. He knows where you're struggling. But there's so many people who are putting focus on making money making money. putting focus on you know how to how to get rich and everything that they've forgotten about God and so God is saying no no look look he's saying if you if you will focus on me amen focus on the kingdom of God seek my kingdom and my righteousness make him your number one priority then he will take care of the rest of the things for you. In Matthew 13 verse 44 it says this, Again the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field which a man found and hid uh, and for joy over it he goes and he sells all that he has and he buys that field. Isn't that amazing? This man went and he found this big treasure and he wanted to purchase this treasure. Now listen to this, I hope you're hearing me. He didn't go and steal that big treasure. He didn't go and manipulate and bribe people to go and dig the treasure up for him and give it to him. No, what did the man do? He sold everything that he had and he went and he purchased that field that had the treasure. You see, there are many people, they know about the treasure, they know of the treasure, they know of Jesus Christ, they know of all his benefits and all the wonderful things that he can do, but people run and they want the easy way out. Are you getting what I'm saying? They quickly let the prophet prophesy over me, or pastor, put your hand on my head and pray for me for a quick healing, and they want the shortcuts, They want the shortcuts, but God is saying, no, when you find this treasure, sell everything that you have and come to me and follow me. And I'm not saying that you literally sell everything that you have, but what he is saying is get rid of the things that is is standing between you and him. Don't make anything else the priority in your life except Jesus Christ. The Bible is clear, hallelujah, that this is what we have to do. Amen. When Jesus was fasting and praying, do you remember when he was in the wilderness and when he was fasting and praying, the devil came to tempt him? In Matthew chapter 4, verse 8 to 10, I'll read it to you quickly. It says, again, the devil took him up on a exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory. Wow. Isn't that how the devil operates? He'll show you all the good things of the world, the big cars and the houses and the clothes and the money, and he'll make that as if it's the most important thing in the world. I hope you're hearing me. But Jesus turned around and said to the devil, he said to him, "All, uh, sorry, Satan said to Jesus, sorry, he said to Jesus, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only you shall serve. Do you see what Jesus is doing? His focus was not on the riches of this world. His focus was not on the good and the pleasant and the wonderful things. No, his focus was on his kingdom, on the kingdom of God. He made the kingdom of God the number one priority unfortunately today we fall for all kinds of schemes and the, and the trickery and and you know all the stuff that the world can offer us But I'm telling you what, if we exercise Matthew 6.33 and if we make the kingdom of God our number one priority, then all these other things, uh, you know, will be added to us. The worldly lusts, the worldly desires is not our number one priority. You shouldn't make that your number one priority. You should make Jesus Christ the priority. Amen. Because when you deal work with God, when you're busy with God, Listen, my friend, he's going to come and he's going to take care of you. Amen. In Matthew 13, verse 45, it says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. But when he found one pearl of great price, he went and sold all that he had and he bought it. Do you see that? That This guy didn't just go and... and um, Take that pill which he found. He didn't steal that pill. He didn't do anything weird, but he sold all that he had, and then he went and he purchased that pull. I'm reminded of a scripture that says, Lest a seed fall into the ground and and die, it will only then produce and bring a harvest. God is saying we need to die to the self. We need to die to the, the, the fleshly lusts and the greed of this world. We need to lay that down and not make that our number one priority. Yes, when you make Jesus Christ your number one priority, let me tell you, His riches will come to you. He will bless you. He will take care of you. But don't manipulate the system and don't manipulate scriptures to try and cause your greed to be to be to be filled. You know, don't let the lust of the flesh come up and make that your number one priority. Make Jesus Christ, your number one priority. Make the kingdom of God your number one priority. If you agree with me, come on, can you say amen? Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is our number one priority. Look at verse 47. You are there in Matthew 13. But look at verse 47. Uh, He says, again, the kingdom of of heaven is like a dragnet that was cast into the sea and gathered some of every kind. Are you with me? Uh, Before I read further, why do we have to make the kingdom of God so important? Why is it so important? Let me remind you why the kingdom of God is so important. So he says, it was like a man who threw a dragnet into the sea and he gathered some of every kind. Verse 48 says, And when it was full, they drew it to shore, and they sat down, and they gathered the good into vessels, but threw the bad away. So it will be at the end of the age. Are you listening? The angels will come forth. They will separate the wicked. <laughs> They will separate the wicked from the just and cast them into the furnace of fire and there will be a wailing and a gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to them, have you understood all these things? And they said, yes, Lord. And then Jesus said to them, therefore, every scribe instructed concerning the kingdom of heaven uh, is like a householder who brings out of his treasure treasure. Things new and old, the point that I'm really trying to make here is that Jesus said, why, why is the kingdom of, 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 of heaven so important that we preach it? because there's going to come a time when there'll be a separation. What does that mean? well death death is one of the things that will cause separation. When we die, you are either going to go to hell or you're either going to go to heaven. Amen. Now we are to, we who are born again, we who have given our hearts to God, we have to be kingdom minded and keep this, portion of scripture in our mind that there's going to come a time when God is going to bring judgment on the earth and God is going to judge the living and the dead. I read this to you last week. God's going to judge people. There are people that are going to go to hell. There are people that are going to go to heaven. Those who don't know Jesus, well, we know they're going to be thrown in the lake of fire. They're going to, there's going to be a gnashing of teeth, wailing, crying, screaming. Another portion of scripture even says there'll be worms eating on their flesh and we don't want people to go to hell that's why john three sixteen is so important where god said for the, the scripture says for god so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son that whosoever will believe on him will not perish but have everlasting life hallelujah God loves us and God sent his son Jesus for us so that we will not die and go to hell but that we will live and go to heaven. My friend, if you're a real Christian, if you have the real Jesus living inside of you, his love is in you and you want all people to go to heaven. Even your worst enemy, you want them to go to heaven because heaven and hell, listen to this now, is forever. Did you hear what I said? It's forever. There's no turning back. There's no turning back. If you die and go to hell, nobody can get you out of hell. I know that there are some people who believe that if you go to hell, somebody can pray you out of hell. No, there is no man or woman or priest who can pray you out of hell. There is only one way to God the Father and to get into heaven and that is through His Son Jesus Christ. The Bible says Jesus is the way, the truth and the life. Jesus said, no one can come to the Father except through me. Hallelujah. So when we expand the kingdom of God, when we preach the kingdom of God, not only do we make it our number one priority, but why do we make it our priority? So that we can reach out to the lost and dying world and bring them this good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. I want to encourage you to do that. Amen. When you discover Jesus, let everything go. Let everything go and follow Him with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and all of your mind. A lot of people say, but how? How do I do that practically? Well, when I got saved, and I'm now, I'm now serving God for 31 years, when I got saved, and what I'm still doing now is I am reading the Bible, I study the Bible, because that's a priority, is to read the Bible. What happens when you read the Bible? You learn. You get to learn God about God, number one. You get to know His character, His personality, amen. When you study the Word, He speaks to you from the Bible. Yes, it does. He speaks to you from the Bible and he brings you encouraging words, messages. You find yourself in times of trouble and need, he'll give you answers out of his word. So it is it is vitally important that if you want to if you want to make uh, the kingdom of God uh, uh, the number 1 priority in your life, read the Bible. Number 2, pray. Pray. And this is the hardest thing for many Christians. You know why? Because it 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 takes up your time. And many times we are in such a hurry and and we're so busy with things, you know, and we can spend lots of time uh, on other things, but we can't give God the Father the time that we really should Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. So one of the reasons why people are not growing in their relationship with God is because they're not praying and not spending the time. Number three, how do I expand the kingdom of God? What is the priority? Go to church. That's right, go to church. Go and serve in a church, sit under the anointing, listen to your pastor preach, listen to him teach, and you're going to grow in your relationship with God. If you are watching me right now and you say, Dion, I hear what you're saying, but I, I I, don't know this. I don't know Jesus. Hey, if you don't know Jesus, you're going to go to hell. And we don't want you to go to hell. We want you to go to heaven. So if you, would want, if you don't want to go to hell and go to heaven, then I want to pray with you and I want you to pray with me and you can receive Jesus right now as your Lord and Savior. Pray this, pray with me and say, Heavenly Father, I believe that Your son, Jesus Christ, died on the cross for me. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son and that God raised Jesus from the dead. Say this, Lord Jesus, I invite you to come and live in my heart. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior. And I believe now I'm born again. I'm not going to go to hell. I'm going to go to heaven. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, God, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. If Did you pray that prayer? If you did, I rejoice with you. And I'm so thankful you are a child of the Most High God. You belong to Father God. You and I who are watching, you are brothers. We are brothers and sisters in the kingdom of God. So be encouraged. Read your Bible. Pray. Go to church. Get involved as much as you can and make the kingdom of God your number one priority. Would you do that for me? Thank you for watching this program. We really love you and uh, I appreciate you so much. And if you are enjoying these teachings, send us an email and let us know. I'd love to get your feedback. But we love you and remember Jesus loves you more. Shalom. Bye-bye. You can make a difference by partnering with us, a ministry with the heart for the lost. You can sow or partner by visiting our website, dionhockey.org. You will also receive exclusive content from the ministry as a thank you from Pastor Dion Hockey. Remember to subscribe and follow our social media pages for updates, sermons, and more information about the ministry. Thank you for listening and see you next time.